Are you tired of playing small and ready to step confidently into your greatness and share your unique brilliance with the world? Well, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Sabine Gideon, and I've dedicated nearly two decades to empowering individuals and leaders as they confidently navigate the twists and turns of life and career transitions. If you're seeking direction, connection, or just a little push to play bigger, consider this podcast your VIP pass to a community that genuinely understands your journey. Join me every week for candid conversations and practical guidance designed to help you navigate the challenges of life and business, foster a growth mindset, and cultivate meaningful connections. It's time to embrace your inherent power, define your unique purpose, and prosper in every aspect of your life. Let's get started. Hey there. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Women of Power, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast. I am your host, Sabine Gideon. I am also the founder of She Leads Network, and I am so excited to have you here with me uh, this week for another installment of our series around strategic networking and building systems and processes that support us wherever we are in our networking journey. So just a little bit about me, if you are completely new to me and or the show, um, as the founder of She Leads Network, and of course, the host of the show, I offer support to high achieving women in the form of coaching, mentorship, training, and community so that they can continue to lead and excel in every area of life. And so that includes mind, body, heart, spirit, wallet, relationships, and of course, legacy. I'm grateful you chose to spend this time with me and look forward to engaging with you at some point, either during a live training or as a member of She Leads Network. So with that, I shared last week that I am starting all of our future episodes, at least for the time being, with a gratitude segment. And so that is where I share one thing that I am grateful for this week and invite you to think about something that you are grateful for, whether that be something that happened today or something that happened in the last week. And of course, you know, if as I'm sharing, nothing's coming to mind because you are uh, focused on the content or you're otherwise preoccupied, I totally get it. I just ask that you consider making it a priority to think about something that you're grateful for, or at least make the commitment to yourself to write something down uh, before the end of the night. And there's a purpose behind this. There is truly power and gratitude. And I've learned that the this last year and want to share that with as many people as possible, because the truth is gratitude opens the doors to miracles. And you, my dear, uh, who are listening, wherever you are, you are most certainly deserving of miracles and experiencing a abundance and abundance of miracles in your life. So, you know, to the extent that I can share what I've learned and what has worked for me and in create a space where you get to benefit from it as well, I am all about that. So uh, with that, my gratitude piece for this week is I've been having these occurrences these last couple of weeks as I've stepped out and, you know, boldly or courageously even 
been sharing more and more of myself, my true self, authentic self, whatever term you want to add there. You know, I've been so blessed and grateful for the receptivity, uh, for the acceptance. Not that I was necessarily, it's not necessarily validation, but as you know, if you've ever gone through a period where you decide to do something different or you decide to shift things up, there's there's resistance in you <laughs> that you have to fight, right? And then there's resistance from people around you. And I have been pleasantly surprised that as I've owned more of my brilliance, that it has been received and welcomed and um, celebrated in many ways. So I am grateful for that this week. Hopefully you have something. And trust me, all of these gratitude uh, sessions aren't going to be like, you know, these big lofty things. But these are the, this is the thing that came top of mind to me today. Um, I've shared this in previous episodes that I started. Um, I do it on a 90-day basis. So it's a 90-day uh, focus on gratitude. And so every morning, first thing in the morning, as part of my morning routine, I will write down 10 things that I'm grateful for. And some mornings it is as simple as I woke up this morning or, you know what, it only took two times for the alarm to go off before I got out of bed. And so the the gratitude, it's not about how big or grandiose or exciting the uh, the thing is that you are grateful for. It's the fact that while outside, externally, there's so much that's outside of our control. There's so much that, you know, things happen, things happen that we can't do anything about. And oftentimes in those moments where we feel helpless or we feel out of control or we feel like things are happening to us, I've found that standing in that place of gratitude, of recognizing what does exist, what is true, what is under my, you know, control for lack of better term, that that helps shift my perspective and it allows me to release, right? It's like that serenity prayer, um, help me to let go. And I'm paraphrasing here, help me to let go of the things that I, I don't have control over and, you know, give me the wisdom to recognize uh, when that's the case. That's what I feel gratitude does. And then on the flip side of that, even when things are going well and you can sit there and write out all the amazing things that are happening in your life, that feeling, that experience, its its there's nothing to, to describe it. I, I can't even describe it, but it just pure joy is, is the word or the term that comes to mind. So I, I won't belabor this any longer, but I just want to encourage you if you don't already have a formal gratitude practice. If, you know, the time that you listen to me on this podcast is the one time a week that you think of something that you're grateful for, trust me, it's still opening doors. And to the extent that you can build it into your day-to-day routine, I would encourage you to do so, so that you can enjoy more peace, you can enjoy more joy, and you can be filled with that good vibe feeling of, you know what, the world may be on fire at times, but I'm okay. So with that, thank you for tuning in yet again. We are continuing our series around building and optimizing our relationships 
through networking, through building our social capital. And so I won't go into details about next last week. Last week, I talked high level around the connector's mindset, building the foundation. And so some of you, if you were, you know, if you found yourself uh, identifying with that person who was resistant to networking or didn't feel comfortable or maybe had some beliefs kind of blocking you, Hopefully you did some of that inner work. You work through those whys to get to the root of that belief or that experience that you had that led you to that belief and you're working through that. So now that we are on the same page, hopefully with regards to our mindset and why, why we want to build these relationships uh, beyond, you know, being able to fast track our results and all that other stuff. It's really building relationships with people. It's really being of service to others and giving others the opportunity to be of service to you. That's how I would define networking or building relationships or building social capital. At least that's my definition. Um, So now that we've gotten through that, now we're going to get a little bit into the nitty gritty and we're going to talk about ecosystems. So over the years, I find that when it comes to networking or thinking about your network, People usually think in the sense of those who are top of mind or who are part of their, you know, tight knit network, if you will, or it's like this broader uh, world or however many followers or connections they have on LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever social platform that they're on. And so when you think about your network from that perspective, it actually is very limiting, right? Because in, in one sense, the smaller tight knit group that you have, like most of them are probably going to be friends and family, people you grew up with, people who are at the same level as you. And when I say level, I mean, work-wise, social economic, same community, you name it. And then it's those, and then it's everyone else almost, like the other 7 billion people who are in the world. And so what I want us to do is to look at our network broadly and close some of that gap between, you know, the the tried and true tight knit network that you have and family and everything else to everyone else <laughs> and kind of bring that a little closer. So when we think about ecosystems, we our society is built around particular ecosystems and there are eight core ecosystems, but for the uh, purpose of this conversation, I'm just going to hone in on the immediate six, just because I know that in these six, we all know someone or we have some a degree of separation of a connection of someone in this space. Hey there, powerhouse. Ready to accelerate your growth and amplify your impact? Well, listen closely. If you're ready to supercharge your professional growth, cultivate meaningful connections, and open doors to exciting opportunities, then mark your calendar to join me during the next live Cultivating Connections Masterclass. During this immersive training, you'll learn the art of cultivating relationships that not only enrich your life, but also have the potential to propel your career forward. Head over to sabinegideon.com forward slash masterclass today to register. There's no fee to participate. And of course, I've included a link below in the show notes for your convenience. So the six ecosystems are family and friends, 
right? So those are your personal relationships. I mean, that's uh, that's self-explanatory. Uh, then there are your passions and interests. So that is if you have a hobby or something that you're into. So if you're into going to the gym, so the local gym that you go to, like the people who are part of that gym, they're part of that ecosystem or a church. If you're part of a church, those people are part of that ecosystem. I would even say, you know, for social media, like if there are certain things that you follow, brands that you follow, that's part of that ecosystem. Then there's career profession. So again, that that's the individuals that you work with now. That's the individuals that you've worked with at every company that you've been at. If you're part of a larger like national association, like uh, Society of Human Resources or Association of Talent Development, which I've been part of, that is a um, that would be that would fall under that. Or if you're part of She Leads Network, uh, that would fall under that as well. And then on the finance side, so the finance ecosystem, so that's anything dealing with money. So that is your banker, your bookkeeper, your lawyer, your realtor, anything that falls in in that space of people who you deal with that have to do with any type of exchange of money, they fall into that finance ecosystem. Then it's community. So that's a little broader. So if you think about the neighborhood that you live in, maybe the city or the town that you live in. Um, your church could be part of that as well. Any nonprofit organizations that you're part of that would fall under community. This could also be online communities as well. And then the last one is politics. So, you know, you can go as broad as, oh, everyone who's a Democrat or everyone who's a Republican or everyone who's an independent or whatever the case may be all the way down to your city council person, your mayor, whoever that is. Um, and, you know, of course, when it comes to politics, you may not even be into like parties or anything like that or have any connections. That's fine. But if you live in a city, you live in a town, whatever the case may be, there is a mayor or there is a sheriff or there is someone who is responsible for keeping uh, law and order, so to speak, within that space. So those are the main ones. Again, I'll repeat that. That is your family and friends. So self-explanatory, your passions and interests. So that would be your hobbies, anything that you do outside of work or spending time with home and family, your career profession. So that is over the course of your career, everyone you've worked with at every company you've worked with. Finance is really anything that touches uh, money. So banker, broker, uh, realtor, you name it. Community is, you know, again, what it means. Community could be like your HOA or your uh, apartment building or the, the city or the town that you live in that you're involved with. And then politics, of course, you know, that is any government, military association, city council, judicial, you name it. So those are the main six. The other two, uh, to me, they kind of blend in with each other. Um, it's media and then it's industry. So when you're thinking about media, you know, it's, it's, you know, I could be considered media if you're looking at your ecosystem that way. So anyone who is like in entertainment, any type of entertainment, um, you know, your, your, what do you call it? Your content creators, your influencers, so to speak. Um, and then industry is a little bit broader. I'd kind of put them in the same bucket as 
you know, if if I used to be in financial services, right? So I was in the financial services industry. When I think about the financial services industry, there's so many layers to that, right? There's banking, there's insurance, there's angel investing, there's all of those aspects of it. To me, that just feels so broad and so wide that even if I if, even if I was going to look at at those, there the people that I would count fall into one of those six that I mentioned in the beginning. So I'm not saying exclude them. I just, well, I'm excluding them. You don't have to exclude them. For me, it just, it doesn't make sense. And and most of the time when I go through this, people can identify, yeah, there might be a little bit of like cross-reference between them, but they have a core bucket that they fall into. So why are your ecosystems important? One, it's important to look at it from the perspective of the ecosystem, because as I mentioned before, most of the time when people think about their network, they think about those who are really close to them and then the entire rest of the world. So when you can look a little bit broader than the people that you engage with on a regular basis to spread them out between these six, you'll see that you actually know or have some level of connection to a lot more people then you know you think about on a regular basis and that is important because as we go through this process and I as I walk you through the steps what you're going to realize is that no matter what it is that we're doing or we're, what goal we have or what you know objective we're working towards we're going to need people in each one of these ecosystems to support us the second piece too is to help you see or help you identify gaps so if you have, as, as we go through this, and I'll, I'll tell you what your assignment is, but as we go through this and you're looking at, okay, if I list all the people that come to mind in my friends and family and my passions and interests and my career and profession, you know, I feel really good, but then I'm looking at the finance, I'm looking at the community, I'm looking at on the political side, and I don't really have people in that space, or at least they don't come to mind then that gives you an indication of where you might want to start building relationships or you might want to start paying attention or you can ask the people who are already connected to you that you've identified in your ecosystem to create that bridge or connect you so that you have a healthy, it's never going to be uh, one-to-one on each, right? So if you have like 100 people on the friends and family I don't expect you to have 100 people on the politics side. I I mean, unless you want to or unless that's the space that you're riding in. But there should be somewhat of a healthy balance. Again, we need people. And in every one of these particular areas, they touch a piece of our lives that we're dealing with, right? So you may not have thought about your realtor as someone who is part of your network because you brought your house 10 years ago. That's fine, but you know, realtors are very connected people. So when it comes time for you to buy your next house, or maybe if someone you know is looking for a house, that would be someone that you would, I, I would hope, <laughs> that might be someone that you recommend as, as an opportunity or as a referral. So the thing that I, I'm going to ask you to do is to look at this from the perspective of, of these six, and I'll repeat them uh, just in case you you were driving or you didn't have pen and paper when I went through them. Of course, you can always rewind. Um, think about who do I know in these six ecosystems? And you can create a spreadsheet. You can do old school pen and paper, whatever that looks like for you. But go through each, each one of these 
and identify and list out all the people who come to mind. And you might even want to hop on LinkedIn or look at your email list or whatever the case may be and start to, you know, identify, okay, well, my boss from three jobs ago, I would put them in career profession. Sometimes we make friends at work. And when we leave a job or, you know, um, yeah, when we leave a job, we're still friends with that person. So you can identify, is this a career professional person or does this person fall into friends and family? The point here is that you don't want everyone in friends or family or just in friends, family, and maybe just passion or interest. Or, you know, on the flip side, if you have a long list of career, professional, finance, and then you look at your friends and family list and it's a little lacking, that's another indication that that's that's a space that you have to build some more relationships there because we need we need people filling holes in each one of these particular ecosystems. So that is what I have for you today. The the going through these ecosystems, laying the foundation, we are going to build every week. Last week, like I mentioned, we were we were tilling the ground of your mind and getting the mindset right. This week we're starting to look at who do I know? Who's who's already in my camp? Who's already in my environment? What relationships do I already have access to? And you're just documenting those relationships. And then as we go on, I will walk you through the framework of how to narrow that down into even a smaller, well, much smaller bucket so that you now have a plan of who you're going to reach out to when you're going to reach out to you, how are you going to engage them to support you? And then also how you're going to, um, you know, engage yourself to support them. So with that, as you heard, the masterclass is happening on February 15th. If you have not already registered, go ahead and do that. There will not be a replay. So if you do register, please be sure to show up um, because I would hate for you to, to miss that. And of course, the invitation to join She Leads Network is open to you with a special exclusive uh, $500 off for listeners of the show. And that coupon code is in the show notes. So you actually have to go to the show notes to get it. I will not announce it out loud. Uh, if you have any questions, if you have any suggestions, please feel free to reach out to me. I am really excited about this this expansion of our, our journey and just look forward to hearing the wins as you're building your empires, as you're building your legacy, as you're building your careers and your life and incorporating some of these tools and techniques that I'm teaching to help support you in doing that. So with that, I will leave you and I will be back next week. Have a wonderful rest of the day and we will talk soon. Take care. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you found today's conversation helpful or got a piece of insight that you plan to implement in your life, I'd love to hear from you. Connect with me on LinkedIn at Sabine Gideon and send me a message or feel free to leave a review on either Apple or Spotify. I also invite you to share this episode with anyone in your network, another powerhouse possibly, who you think might benefit from today's conversation. Lastly, as always, any links, any resources, or any upcoming training is included in the show notes. So be sure to check that before you leave today. Until we chat again, have a blessed and powerful week.